Hello, beautiful, beautiful souls. Welcome to, are you ready? The Goddess Wisdom Podcast. I changed the name because I know I'm speaking to women here. That's my main audience, like pretty much 99% of my audience. And we're all going on, we're all going through our goddess awakenings, our spiritual awakening journeys, right? We're all waking up to the goddess that is within ourselves. So I thought that'd be an amazing name just to share my wisdom and what I'm learning and documenting it because it's freaking hard. And I'm going to be the first person to put my hands up and say that it's so hard. I didn't even get teary when I say it because this is something that spiritual gurus really don't, they really don't share a lot of them online. And I even went through this myself is, um, you know, a lot of spiritual thought leaders give off this impression that the spiritual path is very, very easy. It's very, very love and light. It's very pure. And it can be at times. But the truth is, is it's really freaking hard. Okay, and I'm going to be honest about that. It's really hard, but I wouldn't change it for the world. And the results and the things that I feel on the other side of these challenges and lessons is beyond anything like I would never in a million years want to go back to a lower state of consciousness where I'm asleep technically so um, I just want to say that is what this podcast I really wanted to share the authentic truth of all of this and be honest and help you because that is that's what that's all I desire because if I know that a girl listening to this who's really struggling with their awakening process can relate to me in some way it makes my heart happy because sometimes I'm like is there anyone out there who's feeling the way I do because like I can feel like I'm going crazy sometimes in this awakening path, which is what I want to discuss is the journey and how to get through this. I don't want to say get through because it's not like about a rushing thing, but how to get through this in a more in the path of least resistance, right? The the least resistance on this path. Um, and so last year was when my awakening really started, and it was a very difficult time for me last year, um, twenty twenty, where it was just a lot, a lot of just resistance, like really resisting this awakening. You know, the ego likes to cling on to old paradigms, old patterns, old beliefs, because that's what we've, we've been conditioned to believe is true. And so the, that year was a lot of resistance and really not accepting that this was happening, that, yeah, like my life is going to change forever. Because once you do go on this awakening path, you can't go back. Um, but the truth is, and a lot of people might be like, why does it, why is this happening to me? I quickly just want to say every human being on this planet will eventually go through awakening, an awakening. Uh, majority won't be in this, actually a lot of them are in this incarnation, but you chose to awaken in this incarnation. So it's better to accept that than to resist it, resist it because it creates so much more suffering in the longevity of things. And it really, yeah, it just creates a lot more longevity of it. It makes you feel like it's, it's happening and like not for you. And then for this year, the first uh, half of the year was acceptance. I was starting to really accept this path and go, okay, you know what? I, I do feel different. I'm going to um, probably not to re not relate to 99% of people I meet, but I can speak to them with kind and loveness and compassion. But just like, you know, most people I won't have in common with because I was changing so rapidly. And then I kind of went back into a resistance the past couple of months. Now I'm slowly coming back to acceptance again of being like, okay, you know, trying to get off this awakening path. And I know if you've awakened, you're, you've tried to get off this path. I think we all have. It's very easy to want to go back to the old patterns where everything was fine and simple and more calm because to be honest, the energies are crazy. Once you go on this awakening path, your energies can just go left, right, up, down. You're so unpredictable, especially as a goddess, as a woman. We could be so cyclical. And 
that's what I want to help you with today because I want to say I'm here for you. I know what you're feeling. I even get emotional when I say this because it's a difficult path and we all are in this together and that's what I want to create and provide for this space and the reason I stopped uploading podcasts which I'll say at the end um, and why I'm going to be back now is because there was a lot going on in my personal life emotionally um it, it, there was never you know the funny thing is, is it's just a spiritual awakening like my life seems perfect externally everything was fine but internally there was a lot of shadows coming up a lot of emotions that were pulling me down and really I had to go through all of those and I still am so um, I just want to say I'm back and I'm really really excited to be speaking to you I'm excited to um, continue these and really put more of my energy into the podcast because I love podcasts more than YouTube. I think everyone knows that by now if I've said it a million times. But anyway, I want to go into the stages of this awakening to help you. So I've written down notes to keep it somewhat um, a little bit more systemized because you guys know I'm very flowed. Um, so the first one is awakening and letting go of the lies the ego believed. So <laughs> when we go through the awakening path, a lot of us are drawn through this through manifestation, okay? A lot of us um, are maybe raised and they may we may just be away from the fairies the minute we're born. I was very like that. I always believed in fairies, um, angels. I was always talking to myself. I always had imaginary friends uh, from a young age. So I always feel like it was, you know, destined in my path. And if you're listening, it is very, very highly likely that you are meant to go through this large awakening. I mean, especially if you listen this far, you definitely are. Um, and so as um, manifestation draws us in, we believe and we've been taught to believe through through everything, through every type of message we've been taught, it is that our external world defines us. So our careers, um, you know, praising individualism, right? So if we are succeeding, this was a big thing, especially when like my career started, started setting off like a year ago. I remember I got so much praise from like family and friends and it was very interesting to me how... It, because now I don't see it that way at all in individualism praise like a lot of people who are praised I don't find it I don't want to say the word impressive because that sounds really bad um just like a lot of people like we praise people who have made a lot of money or we praise people who have done a lot of things but they may not be the best of people or they may be hurting people in this planet or like not it's not coming from the heart filled it's not coming from a heart a heart purpose it's coming from the ego purpose is what I'm trying to say um and so we're told from a very young age, our career is what defines us, that um, if we meet the love of our life, we will feel complete and whole. Uh, one day we'll be happy enough that nothing will ever change. Like everything is perfect when we get to X, Y, and Z. And we create these illusions and these systematic um, ideas of what happiness is. And that when we get to this point, everything will feel perfect. And I'll never have insecurities again. I'll never feel unlovable. I'll never feel all these things. And so we get distracted in this so-called matrix, trying to do everything in our power to get to that point of happiness and gratification. And so when we are in that um, achieving mode to uh, getting that thing, it's very easy to believe these because you don't yet have it. And so what happens is when you do experience some form of success, and that's why I always say, if you are in this awakening path and you have goals, I highly, 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 highly encourage you to continue to achieve them because that is where the deeper, deeper lessons are that, oh, this isn't actually going to fill the void that I thought it would. Um, and you, you can only learn that lesson when you've achieved it, right? I learned this when um, I made a lot of money 
and I realize, oh, the heart, the hole in my heart is even deeper. It's like even more empty. Um, and nothing against money, by the way. This is why I always teach about money manifestation because I think it's a very helpful tool and it's very, very real. But it's about where we're coming from, the energy base that we're coming from. And most people, the things they are doing is coming from, I'm not good enough. I need to get this to feel good enough. And it's all coming from ego, ego gratification because the ego is sense of self. It's one. It's not oneness. It's very separate. It's very much an illusionary self that we have formed and created. And so when we go through the spiritual awakening, the ego really loses the identity that we thought we were, the identity we were clinging on to for dear life, right? If we're a funny person, we cling on to this, oh, I'm humorous, I'm funny. That's one thing people like about me, right? And then let's say we kind of start to lose, like, let's say we, this is why a lot of ego deaths are happening in quarantine. We don't have anyone to entertain with our funniness anymore. And we're like, are we funny anymore? So we lose that like thing that the ego holds on to. And when we go through this awakening path, and we realize that a lot of things we thought were going to make us happy don't, it's very, very scary. Because the ego is like, this is all I've been taught. This is all I've been conditioned. And it's not your fault either. Because it's society's fault. It's the systems. It's the programming. It's the conditioning. It's all of this that has created this false idea then that keeps us on a hamster wheel. And that is why we're easy to be controlled and why there is systems in this reality. Why the world is the way it is. Because if we're on a hamster wheel, we're not questioning things. We're easier to control. We're easier to be obeyed. And we're easier to keep in fear and to keep us stuck um, in a lower theme of consciousness a lower density a lower dimension right 3d very physical um that's why you know they will do everything in their power to disconnect you from source or god or the universe because when we're in the 3d everything is physical there is no belief in a higher power so we don't have faith and therefore we have to live in fear and we have to rely and depend on the mind which is the ego so that's just a little bit of the first step is understanding on the awakening path. It is awakening to the truth that you are not the ego. You are not the things you have been taught. And it's this discoveration of awakening. Wait, there's a soul within me. There's a fragment within me. Okay. So the second step is usually the difficulty accepting this. Okay. So if you are listening, there is a 99% chance you are a empath or a highly sensitive person. Me, I'm an empath and a highly sensitive person. I've always been very sensitive. Um, and the reason spiritual beings will awaken is because most likely they are sensitive because <laughs> okay i'm gonna put two people so let's say there is a regular person who is not a sensitive soul she's just a regular soul and she comes into this world she will have somewhat of a thicker shell to defend herself or to not let others get to her whereas a sensitive soul who goes into this world is constantly knocked down now i'm not dis like i'm not saying that the person who doesn't have a sense of soul will not go through difficult times. Of course, we all go through experiences and things and lessons and we're all on our own um, paths. But a sensitive soul will be knocked down again and again from things that aren't necessarily offensive from society. So it could be a teacher shouting at you in school. It could be your mom saying like, oh, you're so silly. That could like, like really deeply hurt a sensitive soul. They latch onto these. Um, and so what happens is the soul fragment, the soul that you came here to be, realizes it's not safe because I'm being hurt so much so I have to put oh my god I get emotional when I talk about this I actually get so like um because this is like my story um and it's like I'm only starting to come to the terms of how sensitive I actually am um <laughs> but it's a blessing guys it's a blessing uh where was I oh yeah so what happens is we let go of the soul we say this isn't safe I'm not safe being who I am 
in this world because if you if you know like as a spiritual sensitive soul this world is really scary and it's really dense and it can feel really harsh at times and scary and it can be really frightening for a very innocent soul that kind of sees the world in butterfly and rainbows which was definitely the way I lived um from a very young age and so what happens is you go okay this is not safe I need to put on this mask of protection this wall which is what a lot of women walk around which is the mask of masculinity wearing this wall of protection which I did for pretty much the age of 17 to 22 um I wore this wall of protection when I dropped out of school it was when I really started to embody a lot of masculine energy to protect myself because I had no faith in a higher power which is tapping into the body the heart which is the feminine the goddess energy and so we're told we we go okay this soul isn't safe we need to put on this ego perception we need to believe that we need to achieve things to feel good and to feel safe and so that is the the second step is that's why we do the things we do and the second step is then not having a very hard time accepting that and accepting the self accepting the soul and we will do everything in our power to neglect the soul and be like, this isn't who I am. I am this type of person. When in reality, deep down, you always know. You always do. It's like, no matter how much you try, that little, little deep, deep feeling within you is always going to be there. And the more we resist that feeling, the more pain we are going to create. And so I encourage you, and I get emotional again, because even though I, I've been on a pattern, on a path, a long path of going back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And if I had one piece of advice, even though I'm, sometimes I don't follow this advice and I, I should, I should listen to this when I need to, but it's to honestly love the soul because the reason we're so resistant on this journey and afraid is because we were told that our soul was not enough or we weren't good enough as we were. And so we don't want to go back there. We don't want to go back to that pain. We don't want to go back to that trauma, that fear of feeling so worthless. But going into that is where you find the true divinity that you are and that you were actually always perfect from the beginning. And it wasn't, it, it, it was actually just about loving that essence of yourself. So the second step is really resisting it and having a hard time to accept it. And the ego will have a very difficult time accepting it. And that's only understandable because you've gone your entire life being taught that this is the way reality is. And you came here to break paradigms and to heal generational trauma and to completely shift the the way the world is perceived. Um, that's what you are. You're a light worker. And so if you felt like the sheep in the family, like is it the wolf or the sheep, like the black sheep, like if you felt like the black sheep in the family, you felt you didn't fit in or you never felt it fit in school, right? Like me in school, I never felt like I fit in um, in secondary school. I moved twice and I just, I struggled so much to fit in. I was like, where the hell are my people? Um, that is because you came here to shift this. Okay, so the second step is it's very hard to accept that. But once you do, it's a lot easier. Okay. And so the sec the third step is to trust. Now, this is very difficult because in this um, masculine dominant society, we are told to plan to really create a a protective mechanism of ourselves. Um, that's why people are so obsessed with setting goals and so obsessed with, um, and I'm talking about women here because men, that's naturally kind of in their biological nature to have a vision, a purpose, a mission. That's the that's the masculine energy. But as a woman, we naturally at our core more are a feminine nature. It's literally biologically within us. And this is something that can feel really triggering to some people so I'm trying to say this in the most loving essence, um, is like, as a woman, we are biologically 
designed very different. We are of a 28-day cycle. Men have a 24-hour cycle, which is why they are very good at protecting the home, the herd, right? That's, you know, why back in the day, the men were the providers. They were the ones that protected the home. They went out and caught the animals to feed the family and the woman was at home raising the children now again I have a career so it's it's not to say like women can't have careers it's just that is our natural biological nature that we are more the feminine nurturing um, embodiments the goddess type archetypes and so with the trust we are not taught to have faith we're not taught to trust this inner knowing this inner guidance system we are taught to go to the best college and get the best career as a backup planner, get the, this and that. And it's all protection, protection, because it's coming from fear of this world is a bad place. And it can be very understandable when you feel you've experienced that this world is a bad place, right? I've experienced many tragedies, as is everyone. And so it can feel like, wait, why should I trust this inner knowing when the world keeps showing me how unsafe it is or how difficult this path is? But that is actually the universe pushing you to look within, because the old systems, the old ways you've tried to be, to have been have never led you to the soul truth, right? So the third step is really trusting that your soul is beyond wise, beyond wiser than the ego could ever be. The ego is here to fix problems. And the only things you need to really be concerned about, do I have food on the table and do I have a roof over my head? Those are the two things the ego should be concerned about. Those two questions. And million like i'm positive 100 percent of you guys have both of those things so there is no other purpose for the ego besides those two questions but the ego has been so conditioned into us because we've been taught to think learn that's what school is we're taught to like to listen through the ego to the thoughts and so our minds become so stimulated we don't know any other way of being and that's why spiritual awakenings can be so confusing in this day and age because we're in such a stimulant society that when you start listening to something other than the head the voice the narrative it's like what is going on I feel like I'm going crazy because everyone else is very logical like when you ask people for advice it's very logical it's very fine attuned to the voice in the head the ego the protection the fear and again there's nothing wrong with this but it's understanding when you're going through spiritual awakening that is what is happening you're following a higher force within you that is pushing you and the more you resist and lean on the ego and say oh I'm fine I'm comfortable you know actually you know I'm happy just being the way I am you're that inner little knowing is going to keep shoving and shoving until you realize okay and that's why we incarnate again and again because our egos are stubborn as fuck (laughs) like like our egos are so stubborn mine is so freaking stubborn and it's something I'm learning every day but like we're all so stubborn when it comes to our ego that's okay by the way again there is no shame in this path we're all like we're all trying to figure this out so the third way really how i have been able to really help this and i look up as four four um is i visualize myself in a forest now this is like the wild woman now there's like two types of feminine energy teachers i feel online there's the feminine energy teachers who are like more trying to do it for uh, an ego gratification of looking a certain way um and like acting a certain way And then there's the wild woman, which is the teaching I love. Now, nothing wrong with both, but the wild woman teaching is the one I'm obsessed with, which is like the true core essence of a woman. Like the woman who is naked in the forest, her feet grounded in the mud. She is so embodied in her heart. She is sensual. She feels everything. It's like rivers are flowing through her. Like that wild, crazy woman. Um, Hair super long and crazy. Um, Just connected to source, like super opened up. That is like the wild woman I see. And like absolutely love. And that's the path I'm on. And um, 
you know, something that I just find so admirable and beautiful. And it's like the goddess archetype that is within all of this, this goddess archetype of, um, because a lot of people, the feminine energy uh, has been, the feminine psyche overall in this reality has been very bruised. It's been very damaged. Um, I've been reading this book recently and you know back in the day if you if you're listening you're most likely a healer you were a witch you were a shaman you were some form of healer in a past life um and decades and decades ago um female you know witches or healers were burned at the stake because they were told to be demonic these healers these women who were embracing the goddess like archetype within themselves were burned at the stake because the um churches believed that these women were finding the God within them instead of obeying a God externally to them. And the whole point of spirituality is realizing that you are the God within, not the ego, but everyone is a God within. Everyone is connected to the one source of God, whatever that is from your own understanding. But what they didn't like is because a lot of these religions were used to control back in the day, they would burn these women. And so within your soul, there is a lot of fear. And in the feminine psyche of the entire conscious collective, there is a lot of pain, a lot of fear, a lot of Oh, just a lot of pain because if you are to step into this divinity, this non-insecure, empowered, goddess-like woman, it creates a lot of fear and resistance to that because of past soul pain that you may not even be aware of or your um, ancestral pain within the DNA of your body, right? You carry your parents' trauma, your grandparents' trauma, like continuing onwards. Um, so it can be in the physical body and in the soul. So there's a lot of resistance to this. So also understand that it can be feel really uncomfortable when you are awakening to the goddess, awakening to this inner divinity of the woman. Um, and so what I like to visualize is myself in a forest, um, completely naked, bowing down to Mother Gaia and connecting to the roots of the soil and the earth and really feeling into the presence, the warmth, the love, the fire, the empowerment of that. And that really helps me and calms me and soothes me because when we're awakening, we can feel very powerless. Well, our ego, right? I always, you know, even today I was going through some really deep emotions. I was just allowing them to flow through. I had to take a whole day to just feel my emotions because it was getting so powerful. The energy right now is like, damn, it's crazy. I had to just feel through these. And what brought me back was that there is a empowered woman within me, right? And, and a vulnerable woman, but that's also very powerful and brave, right? Sensitivity does not mean fragile. Okay, sensitivity is a beautiful, strong trait, and vulnerability is a very strong trait. We've kind of belittled it to think it is, or we've been conditioned to believe vulnerability is a very um, shameful thing, which again is in the feminine psyche. And so when I visualize myself in a forest, I'm really connected to that inner divinity, that truth. I feel nothing but empowered and I know I can take on anything that comes my way. So that really, really helps me when awakening on this goddess path. And that is a huge tip. Listen to some um, shamanic drum music on YouTube or some jazz music or just rain music or hertz music or archangel music. And just like visualize yourself embedded in the earth's core and really connect with Mother Gaia and feel the feminine roots rising within you, that divinity that has been suppressed for so long and know it's safe. It's within you. It's just dormant. Um, allow that. And that can really reground you back to this reality because in the spiritual awakening, we can sometimes get caught up in the ethers and the third eye and all of these different things, but it's important to go into the lower level chakras and really connect. Um, and that's really, really important. That's another way that really helps. Okay. What's the fourth one? 
Okay, so the fourth one is reclaiming the soul. So remember I said, when we go through this reality, we feel the soul isn't safe, who we are is not good enough. And what really triggered this podcast was I had a psychic um, reading yesterday and she said that I abandoned my soul a very long time ago, which I know within my heart. Like I know for a fact that is true because my soul is very feminine at my core. It's very, very like structure is like the last thing in my name. Um, it, it was very imbalanced. And then I actually went through, you know, my childhood being in hospital and you know struggling in school and then flipping to the masculine um and so when I think of my feminine she the 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 inner child within me was the most creative little girl she oh my god I loved baking drawing singing dancing acting if there was any competition I would stay up all night doing art competitions and like I just loved like having so much fun with the creation side and that really got kicked out of me in school and I found it so like I, <laughs> I was I was failed school I couldn't even sit in the classroom I, I couldn't do it my creative soul wanted to be running outside wild and free and so I've known this for a very long time and you know this whole spiritual journey is reclaiming that soul and this is the fourth step in your goddess awakening is reclaiming the soul and telling the soul it is safe it is safe. You can even wrap your hands around your body and say, ah, you are safe. You are safe, little child, because the inner child is the one that is hurting. It's not actually the adult version. The adult version is a, a sense of self you've created because as children, we don't have egos. We barely think. We we cry and we can, you know, scream in a supermarket. We don't think, right? We don't have an ego. We don't have remorse. We don't have fear, um, so the inner child is the one that is hurting because they have, she has been suppressed. She has been pushed down and she has been told she's not good enough. She is not worthy. She needs to, you know, f- defend herself and fight for herself and her soul or all these different things. And so we've created this adult like nature, which is, oh, this is just part of growing up, which isn't true. It's been conditioned out of us through this very masculine way of living that is so disconnected from the heart not to say the masculine isn't connected from the heart it's a wounded masculine that we're living in it's not obeying or respecting the cyclical cycles of women it's very much men and women are in the same boat in regards to work and um a lot of different things but women's cycles are so beyond different which is why i'm so passionate about sharing this knowledge so you can understand you're not meant to 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 be a man uh that might sound triggering but i what i mean by that is Men and women wa- are wired and run so beyond differently. And when we are listening and trying to learn these teachings from men, we exhaust ourselves because we have such different cycles. Women are cyclical. We're sensual. We're feeling creatures. Men are a little bit less feeling, right? Now, that's another thing. They're conditioned to be way more in the masculine, to completely suppress the feminine, which again creates imbalance. I believe a harmony, a dance between the energies, right? I believe women should have masculine energy. I also believe they should have feminine, but I believe we should be more in our dominant feminine than we are in our masculine because that's what feels, for me personally, that's what feels good. If we're honest with it, if I'm honest with myself, that's what feels good. Um... And so reclaiming the soul, it's all about telling yourself like, it's actually safe for my soul to come back to me. I am safe living in my soul essence. The world shone it out of me. The world told me it wasn't right, but I'm here to say the soul essence of me is the best part about me and reclaiming that and calling that back. You can actually visualize green fragments. And the reason I say green is because that is the heart chakra energy. And I believe that is the kind of center focus of the entire, you know, being of the one visualize green fragments every day just flowing back to you coming back to you piece by piece like you know each one calling back in and call it in with love okay 
hiccups. Call it in with love. Okay, what's the... Yeah, the fifth one and the last one is the cyclical love. Okay, so this is something that I never, ever thought... I'm actually going to shut my eyes now because I've put my notebook down. Um, this is something... When I first got into self-development, I was 17 and I got obsessed with male thought leaders. I was obsessed with Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, all these male thought leaders. And you know what's so funny? I didn't follow a single female on Instagram. I had this resentment and bitterness and jealousness because I was in the wounded feminine <laughs> um, of just feeling competition everywhere. And I was like, I don't even want to look at women. They're weak. That was like actually what I believed. I was like, they're weak. I can't open. I can't look at their stuff because they're not like motivational enough because I was so my masculine what I mean which is so understandable at the time I'd lost my home I dropped out of school um you know I had to really hustle to make a living for myself and that's what worked for me at the time and that was what was meant for me um but what really struck me it struck me one day was when I heard this somewhere and it never never struck me she said the books you're reading like the 5am club um the miracle morning all of these like men dominated books like I always was like trying so hard to stick to these like you know bulletproof routines like get up at 5am have a cold shower like all of these like very masculine ways of being I thought I wasn't good enough because I wasn't playing up to this role and this is a th another thing in society is we're not honored for our differences with this whole with this whole feminist movement um, I believe in equality one million percent but the whole feminist movement has come to a point where it's like men and women have to be the same when we are literally beyond different and that's just the truth biologically we are so different we both have our strengths we both have our weaknesses right that's just the part of being a human being and so I was never told and we none of you were like growing up that we like to honor your differences so when we see like men achieving or whenever I would see men achieving, I go, God, I'm not doing good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And that perpetuates this wounded feminine way of being that I'm not good enough. I'm not powerful enough. I'm not strong enough because I was trying to play up to a non-cyclical way of living. So cyclical, if you don't know, is cycles. Okay. And women, the feminine is a circle. It is a cycle. It is, um, if you look at mother earth, anything in mother earth is feminine energy. So if you look at the trees and the leaves, right? We don't look at a tree when the leaves are gone and go, oh, it's dead. No, we obey and we know the leaves are going to grow back. It is just the autumn times. It is the time for the, the tree to regenerate and rebirth, right? And that is how women, we will continue to be is rebirthing and rebirthing and rebirthing. That's why, um, you know, if you see a boy and a girl in a relationship, one energy will be more dominantly masculine and one will be more feminine. That's what creates polarity and pull. Even in a same-sex couple, um, there will most likely be one... Um, partner who is more masculine and one is more feminine that is just what creates sexual polarity which is what a relationship is honestly it's the attraction it's the difference between a friendship and a relationship and so really honoring that you are a woman you are a divine goddess and you run completely differently to a masculine way of being a man okay and so that is why I encourage you um, and again I've read so many books that are by male authors and they are amazing uh, actually you know what's so funny is all the books I used to love they don't resonate with me anymore in the slightest um you know like even the four agreements I remember I read that and I was like this book is amazing and now when I read it I'm like Ugh. like anything to do <laughs> with mindset or beliefs I just it doesn't resonate with me anymore because I'm all about the feeling and you know the real body like connecting back to the body not the the thoughts and the ego more like the feeling the tapping into that and so 
um you know the books I read now are all about goddess energy and war like feminine energy and sexuality and all of these beautiful things that we must nurture within the feminine psyche and remember when you heal yourself you heal the planet so understand on this awakening journey it's about honoring that you are a goddess okay and men are gods we're both very different and we must obey and honor our cyclical cycles and when I started to love the fact that I'm cyclical oh I didn't even get into this so if you're wondering like what does it mean to love like a cyclical lifestyle is understanding that there is going to be maybe one week out of the month where you're not going to feel energetic you're going to feel like you need to rest even if you have a nine-to-five job and that's that's the thing I really find hard sometimes when I think is like um you know these these ways of these ways of working like I look at social media I'm like oh my god it is anything but feminine (laughs) obviously the creation of the content is but when it comes to the fact that social media is a 24 7 game it can be very hard to have a feminine running business I might even do a podcast on that I think I should um if you want to be a feminine entrepreneur because it is a completely different ballpark to a masculine and you can do it Uh, but I look at like social media and I'm like it's anything but cyclical it's very um you know 24 hour cycle masculine linear go 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 um which personally just doesn't work for me and I've tried it and just really it literally leads to burnout um but yeah loving the cyclical aspect that each moment is just each emotion is just energy emotion and it's going to continue to flow through you and to obey and honor that and so what happens is is I would look at these thought leaders these male thought leaders and go how come they're able to be on the ball 24 7 and that is because they are more masculine but that like to be a masculine woman you have to force this energy and that's what can create a lot of exhaustion um and so then I started to realize wait I'm a woman I'm I'm not a man I have a completely different biological system I have a completely different nervous system to a man I have to obey that and so now I obey rest rejuvenation inwards healing feeling through emotions looking at my shadow and that is so rewarding And that is what the goddess awakening is. Now, this may have sounded really scary. And I'm going to do another podcast on all the benefits of the goddess awakening. Because this is, like, there's a million benefits that come out of this. This isn't a scary path. You chose this always for your highest good. When we chose our our life paths, our soul contracts, we always choose this because it is going to lead us to our inner divinity, which is unconditional love, which is the feeling of love. And in order to reach that state of enlightenment or to reach that state of spiritual fulfillment we must shine light in the darkness which is the feminine which is going into the wounds which is going to the darker sides of yourself and really feeling into those why am i afraid um why do i feel insecure why do i feel all these things and then embodying and integrating them okay and alchemizing them into a higher vibrational frequency so that we can go out there and be more in our purpose which is then in the masculine which is the goddess the goddess purpose Okay, so I hope this helped you and I hope, oh my God, guys, I'm so happy to be back in podcasts. You have no idea. Like it actually makes my heart so happy. Um, But yeah, th- these are some ways to help you on your goddess awakening. I know you're not alone. That was just a rundown of it in some ways that could help you and understand this is always for your highest good. I enjoyed this so much. I kept seeing the color green while I was talking about this, like the wild woman, like the green. Um, But I did want to ask your advice um, just at the end because... I really would appreciate your help. And I know if you guys are listening to this part, you are loyal listeners and you are on the same sort of frequency and wavelength as me. And the truth is, I've had a real hard time lately with YouTube and really trying to find myself in YouTube because to be truthfully honest, I've been on YouTube for nearly five years and the passion 
has completely faded away. It's a very forceful energy when I want to, if, when I want to make a video. I don't find any pleasure in it. And I did a psychic reading yesterday and she said that my spirit guides say I need to let go of something in my business hugely because it is taking so much of my energy. It's not giving me energy. And YouTube has been so draining for me lately. And I have this such a weird relationship with it because podcasts set my soul on fire because it's really focused on the words. Um, whereas YouTube is very visual and I find it very hard to speak for my raw authentic self when there's a camera right in my face. I, I, I don't know what it is. And so I'd really, really appreciate if you could send me a message on Instagram and let me know what type of videos you would like me to see or what types, um, cause I'm live, I'm really thinking of YouTube in a box right now of like, just sit down advice when I want my podcast to be the free flowing advice. Um, and I'm trying to figure out where I want to find my place in YouTube and it would mean the world for me, world to me, if you could send me a message on what you like me doing on YouTube or what sort of ways I could do it. I literally would appreciate it more than anything because podcasts are like the diary to me and I want to continue to do that. And I will be doing that from now on. Um, but it would mean the world to me if you would let me know. And then I also want to let you know that I have a course called the Divine Feminine Goddess Program. It is my newest program that I've created. Um, it's my only program on feminine energy, which is all about this, the goddess awakening, how to manifest your dream life from your soul purpose and maneuver this goddess awakening so that you can step into the sexy, confident, authentic um it's so interesting when I said the word sexy I got this like intuitive feeling that like even the word sexy has a very misread label it's not about trying to be appealing but it's feeling so sexually liber liberated and confident within the self that's what I mean um I have that program down below it's six weeks I give you everything on how to balance these energies how to embody them the morning routine to activate this goddess energy how to manifest and create from this goddess energy i give you yoga to do every morning like it's amazing um so i'm gonna leave that in the show notes if you want to check it out it's gonna really really help you out i put my heart and soul into it and honestly it's probably that program i'm just gonna be promoting for the next year because it's really where my passion is heading um but i do appreciate you i want to let you guys know i also have tiktok all that good stuff um and yeah, take a screenshot and tag this new story. I always repost this. And I appreciate you. I'm sending you so much love where you are. And just know you are not alone. You are not alone on this journey. Um, I'm here with you. And I'm here to guide and lead the goddesses on their individual journeys. And know um, you're loved and you're safe. Because it can feel difficult at times when you're doing this all alone. So that's why I want to create a space like this you can tune into and feel you're not alone. Even if in your hometown you're the only person you know awakening and you feel like you're going freaking crazy trust me i've been there and i yeah like i love you i'm sending you so much love bye